right. <laughs> Are you switching sides, bro? Uh, I mean, I'd say I'm more libertarian than anything, but I've always leaned left. But like, oh, I thought I'm you were gonna vote. About fucking I'm, sexuality. I'm, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna vote in this in the upcoming election, and I'm gonna vote Republican on uh, down the entire ticket. Are you? Yeah. All right. Well, shit. <laughs> That's something we can get into a little bit later. I started. I started the fucking recording, so we're good to go. Um, it is episode. 39 of Your House, Our Rules. We've got fucking Hefe on uh, here. We've met his brothers. Jack has been on here multiple times, and Stav was on here with Bailey, uh, whose actual name is Justin. Um, this is Fat Jeff, Hefe, Jeffy, Ugly Keith, whatever you want to call him. He was telling me before, he was like, man, I don't have a beard. If uh, if I had my beard on, people would think you're just splitting the camera and doing an interview with yourself. <laughs> so how you doing, Jeffy? Uh, I'm good, man. You know, finally here to do this we've talked about doing it for a long time uh, you've invited me to do like two or three of them in the past but yeah i always uh i always let you on there's a l- always a little bit of hesitancy uh getting on there especially with people like you because uh you know you are such a fucking overly opinionated person as i am like you're not probably not going to see someone who is more like me on this podcast than jeff look and sound like say fucking a lot of fucking out there things but We'll see how it goes. This could go. I was thinking about this before. I was like, this podcast could even either be like, you know, uh, we're just fucking disagreeing totally and shouting at each other, or like we're just having like a real good regular conversation between cousins type shit. So hard agree with hard, everything yeah, you said. A hard agree. So <laughs> we can start getting into a little bit of the stuff that we have in hand. Uh, Jeff is a bit of a conspiracy fucking theorist guy, and fucking if you ask him, maybe not so much conspiracy. But I was talking to fucking Drew this weekend, and he had a lot of things to say about you. But uh, yeah, you kind of brought up that fucking whole Project Veritas thing, and that was the thing that you kind of want to come on and. and talk about so um if you don't know what project veritas is it's essentially like these journalists right yeah they're uh well they've been officially labeled as journalists now by i think it's the fbi or somebody something through through court because a lot of people said that they weren't journalists because of what they do what what they essentially do is they hire people to go undercover and interview people that are or even just go on a date with someone that's what both of these cases were with with the twitter thing is they have somebody going on a, on a date with someone who works for that company and then gets them to talk about things and divulge things that aren't you know supposed to be out in the public right and right. Uh, and that's what they do and they've been uh They've done it with a lot of things going yeah. back like almost 10 years now. They've done it. Oh, know. it's been going on for that long? Yeah, Project Veritas has been going on for a while. Oh, shit. Actually, the I thought own, this was new because you sent it, me the one that was kind of the thing was that, that dude who was out on a date and like yeah. he was talking about uh, um, must be an autistic at Twitter and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that was yeah. the second one. That was the second one. The, the owner of Project Veritas, actually, James O'Keefe, was raided by the FBI uh, about eight months ago now. Over the Biden, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, they raided his house illegally. Went in and took all of his his notes, his uh, like all of his stuff that's like supposed to be you know protected by the First Amendment. And right. they went in and just raided and all just that raided stuff. All which it. there's actually, I believe there's a pending lawsuit over that going yeah. on. Well, uh, I mean, if the feds raid your house, I mean, yeah, but control. <laughs> right, but they, they, you know, it was done so illegally. So, but yeah. yeah, the the Twitter thing, the first guy, for those that didn't see it, uh, someone went on a date with him and he was uh, talking about how he, in his words, how commie Twitter is and how everything is, is left, 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 left and pushed that way. And anyone who has an opinion that worked for Twitter 
that was any kind of conservative would basically be be forced out or any opinion that that was not pushing the left was if you were on the right you just didn't talk about it or you wouldn't have a job kind of like a don't ask don't tell type yeah basically yeah yeah. fucking if you are we're gonna we know and we're gonna say it's okay but you will eventually be somewhat forced out of here type thing yeah um we saw a couple of the things that they had and it was uh it was some serious like questions and stuff like that or some serious stuff that had come out like he he was saying some shit man and like there was one point where uh they they came back and they were like trying to get comments on the original video because the original video was like was like hidden camera and then the (laughs) second one was them like actually coming up with like scripts of what he had said on the video and they were like chasing him through the streets of LA New York New York (laughs) they're just chasing him and the dude is just fucking booking it he won't talk to anyone and stuff like that he's like why are you harassing me it's like well you kind of fucking made some like very like stereotypical comments about Elon Musk and his fucking Osbergers yeah he called him uh, special uh, and said basically because he's special that that the guy didn't care about any of his opinions and anything because of him having Asperger's, which is just, like, absolutely ridiculous. No, it's completely ridiculous. Like, I'm pretty sure that dude's not going to be able to get a job for a while, you know, like... Not (laughs) not in that field, I would imagine not. The whole idea of it is to fucking, like, you know, keep it ship-shape and fucking not get all that information out there, and he's openly just selling this on, like, a random blind date that he has with this dude. What Do you know if they do any, like, you know, like like build more of a rapport with these guys before they get it or do they just go kind of go on an open blind date with them and fucking get that information i imagine there's times where they've probably had to go on more than one date you know or or get to know the person more because i mean you would think that someone's not gonna spill those guts that quickly that easily you know That's like i was thinking you showed me that video i'm like this is two minutes it seems like they just met each other yeah, and he's just fucking it, talking shit about twitter and elon Musk. the guy even says you're lucky i met you organically otherwise i'd be right. questioning everything about you and like leans in and is looking at him all creepy when he says it yeah dude it's so weird that that kind of makes me look like it stayed make me feel like it's staged but right when and you he, see the next video maybe maybe not he even shows him the uh the like the memo that Twitter sent out and it's funny because Twitter calls their employees tweeps which is the fucking lamest thing I I've ever heard in my that. in that my life so yeah it's so stupid but that because like I said that's the second one the guy that uh, was talking about him having Asperger's the first video was the other guy who was some sort of engineer at Twitter and he was just talking about how left everything is and, and how they censor things and, and all that and because of the first one they sent out the memo to all the people and he shows him on in the video he shows him his phone the email that they sent to him warning the guy that people are going to try and yeah. do exactly what's happening to him in the video which makes it like you said it makes it seem like it's almost fake yeah. you know like because of it's like a scripted like yeah too, un, be, too unreal yeah like, that could be a fucking probably they might actually like have more in private conversations kind of telling them to do shit like that because if you make it seem like it's fucking fake like that then people are going to think that it's fucking fake like just make them feel so outlandish like you shouldn't do this so go ahead and just put it out there but I doubt they want all that information <laughs> right, there no, definitely it, especially when we're talking about fucking social media and something that people use like fucking Twitter it's supposed to be you know this large database for open speech and shit like that depending by our uh, right. First Amendment right, and they have multiple videos of it fucking like counterproductive to that. And it's, it's supposed to be the new public square, yeah. uh, basically, uh, to communicate things. And that's a, another thing that's like a little crazy about it is after Elon Musk first 
uh, made the deal to buy Twitter, there was a whole bunch of people that were, you know, right leaning that all of a sudden got so many more followers just like like that overnight. Mm-hmm. And like because what they were doing, the first guy even says this, is they were throttling down responses for people on the right and turning them up for for stories and people on the left yeah to you know to push this narrative and 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 destroy this narrative and that's something that that uh, ties to like twitter in general with that is the the chick that uh essentially the thing about who was uh the ministry of truth the mm-hmm. the which that thing is gone i don't think thankfully. i got to, i don't think i got to see that one i fucking opened it up and it like well no you did send yeah, me the wrong thing you sent me a picture and then you didn't send me the fucking video and i, I don't know if i actually clicked it and saw yeah the video. I, I sent it back to you but she was basically she was uh it was a disinformation board she was basically hired by the biden administration and it was their like form of fact checkers yeah. and she had within weeks of it happening within days really people were going on there and pulling up tweets from her from like 2018 and stuff from her pushing disinformation herself and right. because time you know history unveils those th- those truths over time usually yeah it was proven that she was doing exactly what she was supposed to be fighting yeah so they they you know squashed the whole thing and and she ended up having to resign from it and you know, she went on uh, on like CNN and stuff, and was like boohooing and everything. But like, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's great it that that happened. It didn't it? last long either. It, it did didn't it? even get it didn't even get on its feet because yeah. of because mm-hmm. of all that stuff. But I mean, that's great that it didn't happen because there's already too much misinformation and shit being forced and pushed on us. Right, and that's, now the that's person who's true. supposed to be the head of it is fucking actively doing the shit that they're supposed to be not doing right yeah i mean it, she was also tied to uh, a group in in the uk where they were where they were doing the same thing years ago like there was a whole bunch of them and it's funny because i actually saw somebody online on on facebook when the ukraine stuff first started and you remember the ghost of kiev guy yeah. that, that supposedly yeah, went and shot bullshit. down all the russian russian planes mm-hmm. like six or seven of them and like it was all bullshit but i saw somebody post on facebook that he was part of a group that knew that that was a lie but they went online and pushed it because as they as the guy said that it was positive propaganda and the fact that it was reinforcing american citizens to get on board with the ukraine thing exactly i mean it was influencing us dude we were talking about that the fucking day or two after it happened when we did like our russia invasion fucking episode and shit like that and i said on the podcast i was like this is obviously propaganda to fucking to rally troops and raise morale and fucking shit like that there was so many things that came out there were propaganda there was one thing that was uh that was a scene from a video game that they used and and it was like it was like helicopters or i can't remember the exact video but it was literally taken from a video game and like that's just yeah and people eat that shit up bro like yeah. they look at it and they're like yo this shit fucking look at this shit check this shit bro and like anyone with the sense like you know how many videos i get from people that i'm just like you know what dude like really it was like this came out on tiktok like how are you taking this fucking any legitimacy at all and, well it's and it's hard to tell with with a lot of stuff you know for especially for regular people who just see it in passing and then reshare it as truth and yeah. you know a lot of people don't do what they need to they just see something that they think's cool so they share it and fucking that's one thing that we need to know one you need to fucking realize when fucking something might be fishy and then you need to know how to make sure that it's fucking not true right I but mean, some of this shit is just so blatantly fucking not true that like why are you doing yeah, yeah. 
and it, it's 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 really a shame but like you know you look at a cnn article and then look at a fox news article about the same thing and it's a complete you completely know completely different, different. and yeah. and like that's and all, that's something that people fail to do they don't they don't ever check they see one all, side and then that's just it and they're all with it yeah and they're headlined in a way to fucking catch your attention clickbait. and fucking get you to fucking share it without actually reading the article yeah it's clickbait as hell yeah because uh, if you read the actual fucking article then, sometimes like, it'll refute what the what the yeah the title is exactly in the own article yeah. if you actually click it and then they try to word it in a way that you fucking can't really tell whether or not they're fucking going against it but if you're educated you can be like that directly goes against what you fucking actually put in the title or if you spend three minutes and, and do a google search and look at another another you know article or something to refute it or to verify it either one is that good yeah no we're uh, still recording the audio but for some reason the fucking video I gotcha yeah you can keep going now yeah, I mean, that that the propaganda is just it's it's unreal, and you know, like what you were talking about with uh with with Drew saying something about that, like of course Russia uses propaganda too, but like the people that absolutely think that the U.S. doesn't use any form of propaganda at all, like right. that they're not trying to influence us. I mean. You go back 20 years and you can look at a, a number of things, so, you know, with the Iraq war, with uh, Saddam having weapons of mass destruction, the, uh, the what was the, the white powder stuff that was supposedly being sent in the mail? Anthrax. Uh, anthrax was, that was n- not true either. Like, it's just the amount of things that they use to try to, to, to influence the the population so that way we're pro whatever the agenda is that that they want to do because if 80 percent of the population is against what they're trying to do they're going to have a whole lot harder time getting whatever it is to to stick and to you know to go through through congress if they even are voting on something Mm -hmm. uh you know but if you have the public approval it's so much easier for them to get away with doing all the fuck shit that they do all the time. Yeah. Minor technical difficulties that we had. Um, for some reason, my phone that is plugged in and records the camera all live at once, it just died on me, fucking being plugged in. So I gave it a little bit of charge when we started the video. Um, hopefully we have enough to get through the video. We're just going to sync this up afterwards. I, I can't monitor it. So if it goes out, that's why the video cut out at a certain point, but we'll just keep going from there. So... Um, Continuing back into what we did, I just want to hit one little topic left on that uh, with the propaganda whole thing. Like you were talking about how the United States is and like our citizens don't necessarily think that they're propaganda, but it's kind of how propaganda works. Our fucking, our like, I remember as being a kid in like middle school and realizing like, yo, these fucking books that we're getting in fucking school are full of propaganda. Like, like, no war, like the United States has, has never lost a war. Okay. Well, they burnt down our capital in fucking 1812. <laughs> like, like, how else do you fucking lose a fucking war there's, if you don't? There's a lot of, a lot of lies in the, uh, in school textbooks and everything and a bunch of bullshit. And, uh, I believe it, I think it was Rockefeller. I think it was whoever it was that like, came up with the whole school system and everything back in the like in the day like doing it the way that they they do it was like basically their idea to to do that i mean it's uh you know it's a way to in, indoctrinate your your people to doing what the government uh, wants you to do yeah i mean basically yeah. you know because you don't want your people to be not, not saying that that's like completely all bad and everything in textbooks is garbage but like you know you want to 
you know, it's a way to influence influence your people. And not just that, but, like, whoever does win the wars gets to write the history. Right. So, so exactly. Like, yeah, that, you know, it's not just the U.S. does it. And I'm not sitting here trying to bash the U.S. because all the countries do it. Exactly. They all lie. Governments lie. Right. It's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> we, and we can look at, like, stuff like the TikTok from, like, the United States to... We brought this up on the podcast before, but from, like, the United States to China. Like, you yep. know, the TikTok in China, and it's, like, all educational science-based videos. And over yep. here, it's just, like, people dancing and lip-singing fucking popular songs. It fucking doesn't make any damn yeah, sense. They want their youth to be smart, educated, and healthy. And, of course, they want our youth to be dumb, fat, and stupid. You right. know, like, because they're... Uh, our arrival of ours, you know, and that's a, their economy will surpass ours within 20 years, too. I mean, that's according to econo- economists, I'm not one, right. but that's what they say. And, and I mean, if you think about it, everything that we use is made in China, so yeah. of course, you know, that like it's gearing towards that. And like, say what you want about Trump and his personality and everything, but like, that's one of the one of the few positives about the guy that, that he had is that he was trying to bring manufacturing back to our country yeah which we need to do because if world war three were to pop off you think china's gonna if china were to side with russia you think they're gonna keep sending us medicine no and and all the things that we need from that we get from them right Uh, so we need to bring stuff back into the uh, the united states oh for sure be be more dependent on ourselves for sure so yeah, or start World War Three and then fucking battle it out and see, see what happens. <laughs> but speaking of World War Three and a little bit of like the indoctrinations and fucking the, the, the way that fucking people perceive things and, you know, uh, we just got done. We actually took a little break and we're watching some stuff on the Johnny Depp trial. And um, uh, so I'd hold up, I'd held off on this for the podcast for a couple reasons. Um, but one of them was just because like I wanted it to get over with. And so they finally came to a settlement where uh, Amber Heard ended up getting $2 million, but Johnny Depp ended up getting $15 million. Yeah. So I guess once you really get down to it, he got $13 million in the case settlement. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I know you've been following it a lot more than I have, but um, I've seen some really crazy shit. I know you want to talk a little bit more about the fucking cancel culture that it did, that uh, evolved around it because we do see a lot of stuff where like most times in these kind of like Me Too cases where we're talking about abuse and relationships and stuff like that, usually it's the female side who they take. Believe the women no matter what. Yeah, yeah, but this time around it didn't, and I think that was um, a lar- largely to do with Amber Heard and just how irrational she was on the stand. Well, that definitely didn't help her case. I honestly think if she was reasonable, even with the mountains of evidence that Johnny Depp had, she might have still won had she not been batshit crazy and, you know, blatantly telling lies there. Mm-hmm. But, like, like I was telling you all for the air, if for in a normal situation, for a guy that doesn't have the money and the security teams and all the people around Johnny Depp that he had, mm-hmm. he 1,000% would have been ruined. Yeah. Uh, lies would have destroyed yeah. his career, his life, everything. Well, but just because he had those people around and all the firsthand, you know, witnesses saying that everything that she's saying isn't true, like for a guy like me or you, if, if, what if I just, you know, just broke up with a girl in a hypothetical situation? Cause mm-hmm. I didn't think things were working out, but she was you know, still all about it and was, was mad that, that we split up. 
and just because she is mad that we split up, now she can go back and say that I did X, Y, and Z to her. Yeah. And because it's believe all women no matter what, everyone would jump on it. And, my, you know, yeah. my life would be ruined. And then it tarnishes your name. And I would have no way to defend myself right. or do anything about it. Right. And I think a lot of people need to be able to, like, uh, like actually talk to both sides of it. And I think one thing that uh, Johnny Depp did well in the trial or whatever was the cross-examination that he had, or cross-examination that he had became before Amber Heard. And I think that was planned because he wanted to get all his stuff out of the way so they could see, like, the extra crazy. But a lot of people take these situations and don't talk to both sides they get one side of the story and there's three sides to every story your story their story and the truth <laughs> and, this, right. and, and so i think one of the things that helped him in that too was they were able to just see how fucking batshit crazy on like a mainstream media perspective like everybody was watching this case and people were seeing this and they're like man this chick is lying through a fucking no thing. no doubt you know how many people that like didn't believe that girls like her existed and after seeing this case we're like holy shit i didn't know that that there was people like this and you know and i'm sure there's been plenty of guys that have said that girls are like that and people just didn't believe it like that's not true that's not a thing but now that like this happened on that scale so many guys and girls both realizing that that that's the thing yeah and uh, well, th- that's the thing about it too on this scale this is one of the only ones that turned out this way on that scale like i've seen both sides of the spectrum on a personal level from the from the guys and gir- girls standpoints because this shit does happen all the fucking time. oh yeah but like when it's on a mainstream scale or whatever or whatever it's usually the popular person in that scenario whoever gets fucking shit on first it just co- yeah. piles on and piles on who, and piles on whoever and there's absolutely first. nothing they can do about it <laughs> pretty yeah. much yeah. whoever comes out first usually that's who everybody believes and if you don't have some actual proof to refute that mm-hmm. then you're just screwed and most of the time it is just because somebody's mad at how this the relationship ended you know right. like it can be that simple of a thing and all of a sudden shit goes downhill and with that being said obviously there's people that that actually go through abuse and it's a shame and this is an even bigger shame on that front because it's devaluing the real cases yeah it's it's you know it's making it to where people are like oh she's just full of shit because of situations like this well i I think some of this case has helped bring some of that shed light on it bring it to fruition and stuff like that because uh, i was watching we were in there one of the lawyers was talking about he's like he's like the fact that we were able and amber heard actually said openly there was a thing where like i just thought about the kate moss thing and i hit him and i hit him and stuff like that (laughs) and like the the fake makeup and stuff like that so now we're actually seeing firsthand mainstream that like people actually do lie just to get what they want rather than fucking actually like tell the truth and fucking have a fact-based fucking plan to, to go at it it's it's fucking crazy dude um it's almost yeah. like uh, personal propaganda personal propaganda exactly <laughs> basically i mean you know so now that that's all over with we can finally stop fucking hearing about it man i've yeah. been hearing these god or seeing these memes and hearing all kinds of stuff on the court case of courts it's snippets that are fucking taken out of contact yeah and everything like that in a bunch of other countries in the uk and in uh, australia both of those for sure that i've actually seen clips of of articles like even with the verdict going in johnny depp's favor there's still 
trying to paint the narrative in an opposite way. Well, like, I mean, I mean, the the ruling came out and stuff like that, but now, like, we have to see where it goes from here. A lot of people would say that Amber Heard, who definitely got the sh- got the fucking uh, or Johnny Depp got the short end of the stick when it came down to the initial trial, getting fired from like Fantastic Beats and all of his yeah, stuff. Yeah, he lost way Heard, more money. And Amber Heard fucking didn't really get all that much, but now we might see the fucking reverse spectrum of that side of things. But as of right now, it's over. We have to see as the weeks come but like could any of that change you think or do you think that he's still gonna get shit on because i still think he's kind of get shit uh, on. i actually heard the other day that uh yesterday actually that um i haven't seen this verified but that he's already landed a movie role since you know just from the trial and getting his case out and it being evident to anyone watching the trial that he wasn't an abuser and uh supposedly he's uh gonna be in beetlejuice too which makes sense because he's been in a bunch of tim burton films oh and, yeah you that, know that's right up his alley yeah so that supposedly he landed that role already but yeah but it's more it's more about the damages done for oh, the sure. like that i know fantastic beats actually i just watched that this week um i got into that series within the past couple of weeks and they released a new one on hbo max um, and he wasn't in it. They replaced it with uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah. honestly, I thought Mads did a better job at playing well, fucking Grimwald, but still, it's the fact that you're a third movie in and they just completely fucking replaced it. Right. It's, it's a blockbuster, and not yeah. only did you lose that movie, but you lost the next two movies in the series that would have been coming out as well. So that's three blockbuster movies where you're one of the main leads in the movie. I don't know how much money they make per movie, but I'm sure it was, you know, at least $20 million a movie. Right. And that that's one of the things where you can talk about like how is this really fair because like he gets taken off all these movies ones that he's already established actor in and fucking she gets absolutely she still, nothing she for still it. did Aquaman yeah. after all that stuff happened yeah and Aquaman 2 hasn't come out yet she's in that as well yeah but she's fired from it now though yeah I heard that they might <laughs> be editing a lot of her out of that yeah, movie she's so. fired, fired from it now yeah. though one thing that we haven't talked about is how hot she looks in that fucking movie dude <laughs> with the red hair yeah bro she's already a dime but with the red hair I don't man. know oh, man. I, when I look at her now I just like she's crazy I want her to ruin yeah, my just, life just <laughs> <laughs> if you're out she's, there and you're watching this Amber your career <laughs> might be in a low place there's no one to get fucking lower with than your boy Keith Smithley so hit me up for sure yeah, she's a freaking mess man she is a freaking mess <clears throat> that'd be something that I would not be able to entertain in my life whatsoever I mean shit she cut off his finger yeah <laughs> she and she admitted on camera multiple times to hitting him yeah. you know like numerous times like how do you expect it the one thing that I really saw uh, that really got me uh, when they were like cross examining her or whatever is do you remember the part where they were asking about um, pledging to ALS <laughs> and, and stuff like that and I already she was, pledged it. Yeah, she was like, no, she was like, uh, yeah, she said, oh, I pledged it. And she's like, no. She got, she said, did you donate it? And she yeah, goes, right. well, I, or and Amber Heard goes, well, I, I synonymize those words, fucking uh, to pledge and donate. And he's like, okay, but yeah, the, Camille was it? like, the rest of the world discerns those differently. Pledging is fucking putting it forward. Donating is actually giving the money to him. She, no, I pledged everything. But also, did you donate it? No, she, I pledged it. <laughs> She also said she couldn't pay it because she got sued. Mm-hmm. And, like, that shit came in. It was, months. like, two years. Yeah, yeah, almost two years later. Was... 18 months later, man, and still couldn't do She's that. just an awful human being. Yeah, she's a pretty fucking awful human being. We were talking about doing that. And then you go, you know, you get Johnny, who's got the fucking short end of the stick. And, like, he does a lot for, like, you know. Uh, such um, a nice guy. For, like, what what's the cancer patient or, like, the kids dying or whatever. Uh, uh, 
make, make a, a wish. wish. Does yeah. like like dresses up as Jack Sparrow and yeah. goes through hospitals. Yeah, and, yeah, and they tried that. to say he didn't do any kind of charity and stuff. Yeah, and, and yeah. don't don't sit here and get me wrong either. I'm not gonna say that if he's this fucking beautiful butterfly and he's a fucking perfect person because he definitely has some serious drug and alcohol addiction mm-hmm. addiction. Always and, has. Yeah, yeah, and he probably some of the shit that they've read his messages like they're pretty foul things to say and fucking read back. It's like one of those things in hindsight where like yeah I thought I was some G shit but like, looking well, back on that court not so much. Right well and when you think about the context of the situation and like what he was going through publicly like with his name being dragged through the mud and everything mm-hmm. you could see you know and you, I'm sure you've been in this some situations where you've been angry where you've said or thought some things that like oh, yeah. under a different circumstance you know like the, the context is so important with so many things right. and like you know taking things out of context context like that you can you know you can clip a tiny little bit of what somebody says it's what happened to jordan peterson so many times you take one little snippet of what he says and then paint him out to be this awful horrible oh, yeah. person if i ever blow up dude they're gonna have all kinds yeah of I mean, of me, man. it's it's easy to do i mean now with the deep fake stuff like they could literally make a video where you didn't even say anything Bro, at all. I've seen and, some fucking and, deep fake shit that is like kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it's good. Have you ever seen the things that's it's like deep fake, but it's not? It's uh where they just like they take like a minute of you talking and then they can recreate your voice and make it say whatever. And yes, I have. They put just it on, like they put it on a TED talk, right? Uh, I'm not I'm probably. I think the one that I saw video, was but... a guy who was uh, taking. He he took this little, little thing and he took a recording of Donald Trump and did like a 30 second recording of it and then was able to just type whatever and it was yeah, Donald it Trump's just, voice. Yep, sound just like him the way he yep. talked and shit like that. So as long as you can fucking get the like uh the 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 words right and fucking put them in the way that Donald Trump would say it, it sounds exactly yeah like yeah. yeah. Fucking wild shit, man. It is. It's it's creepy. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm like, I hate the fact that there's CCTV cameras everywhere and like filming and stuff like all the time. Right. But honestly, like, like we were talking about with the Johnny Depp situation, if you don't have all that money and that team around you, like, if you are, you know, if you have video of the situations, private situations, then you you know maybe you could actually save yourself one day. And as a matter of fact, if any girls like or guy is losing their shit on you and you're in a private situation it's just you and them you probably want to start recording <laughs> you know just, oh yeah no I, just, I, just to, to make sure that when when it, like if it does escalate to where police are involved you at least have some evidence right. because it's just you and them yeah. like people should be aware of that i know i always am so like i've never been in this situation but if someone's coming at me stupid reckless i will fucking get my phone out and record you i remember one time when uh we had uh I was at work, and, like, I used to work with these big, big fucking, um, like, 130 by 60-inch fucking pieces of glass, and the crate had, like, 20 of those pieces of glass, and the crate ended up falling over, and fucking, I had to jump off the table that I was getting ready to drop glass on, and fucking almost, like, crushed me underneath it. And, like, I was going taking pictures of this crate that was, like, seriously warped and, like, the fucking, the way that the fucking racks were made. So that it's like, you know what, if there were something and nothing ever happened, nothing ever came to it because they, they ended up not caring about it. But um, but I'm pretty sure they cared. But, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, you know what, we're just glad you're safe. But if I needed to, I would have had all that in court to defend myself. Right. So, 
So yeah, um, it's, it's something stuff that you definitely should be aware of. Um, and if someone ever is recording you and you're on the opposite side of things, it's probably time to just shut the fuck up. Yeah, don't be an idiot. Yeah, don't be an idiot. Don't if, be an idiot. If anyone ever starts getting their fucking phone out to record me and the shit that I say, I immediately if I'm saying some shit that I know can be taken out of context, I immediately just stop talking. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, it's, it's the all you gotta do. do. I mean, more or less, just don't be an idiot in general. And, like, who cares if somebody's saying some, some words that you don't like or talking about you? Mm-hmm. There's no reason to escalate things to, to another level or put your hands on somebody because right. you're always going to lose that situation. Always. Even if you beat their ass when it, when you get charges pressed against you, you lose. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it might feel good in the moment, but then you get those fucking charges and uh, that <laughs> right. sticks with you for the rest of your life. Um, but thinking about things that are uh, skipping, uh, moving on, some things that fucking affect the rest of our life, I kind of want to get into that WHO trial. Before I do that, I'm just going to fucking yeah. hit pause here real quick, make sure this is recording. The, yeah, if people don't know, the WHO is the World Health World Organization, Health, yeah, which most people that. probably know about that because of the pandemic and everything. But also the World Economic Forum, WEF, they were both meeting in Switzerland this past week. In Geneva, right? Yeah, it won't, yeah they might have both been in Geneva. One's in Davos, one's in Geneva. But okay. uh, either way, like they, the WHO was uh, trying to get all the countries, which we are one of them, and we signed the treaty. Uh, but basically this treaty is essentially in terms of if another pandemic rolls around, uh, all the countries that signed the treaty uh, are basically beholden to the leader of the WHO deciding that it's... Well, they're they're starting to make this, like, committee of whatever, whereas it, it used to be that the each individual, like, state, they call it, which would be the country at hand, right. could make their own decisions on what they want yes. to do during the pandemic. And now there's going to be this committee that is ran by the WHO or uh, WEF, you said? This one's the WHO, but yeah. Okay. But essentially they have a committee, which is, you know, like handpicked directors from each state or whatever that come and they conclude. And what they will essentially do is make like pandemic time decisions or whatever. And they want this up and running by 2024. So in the next two years. They can enforce lockdowns on your country. And if the country chooses not to abide, the other countries who are part of the treaty will then impose sanctions on that country to affect them economically right. to enforce that but they also are trying to get uh, uh global passports yeah so and they they actually it, from what what i read on it they actually are actively they hired a uh, dutch dutch telecom or deutsch telecom whichever which one is it t-mobile is. yeah yeah what they hired them to start making these applications that are essentially going to be this digitalized passport that says whether or not you've been vaccinated or whatever i'm not necessarily sure if they're trying to implement something where like you can't travel if you're vaccinated you probably still will be able to do that but it's just one of those things where it's going to make it a lot easier if you do have your fucking paperwork in order and stuff like that and it, it brings across some serious human human rights questions because oh, like, no doubt. I'm not after what happened with the coronavirus like it's definitely been eye opening even though it wasn't as severe as it is and it definitely is eye opening to like how we did react to it and fucking the things that can happen so I am in favor of having those steps to be able to fucking you know monitor people going from country to country and being able to contain it or whatever but at the same time 
I'm against fucking getting these vaccinations that are fucking clearly not tested yeah. enough to fucking prove that they're going to be worth a damn to if, if you want to stop international travel for a short period of time to stop it from spreading across the globe, it, you know, like that's like one of the only things that I would be on board with. Right. Everything else, no. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, with the coronavirus alone, just from fi- the Pfizer documents that came out, there was a 3% death rate uh, attributed to the, the, the jab, and that's higher than the virus itself. Yeah. So the yeah, I don't know anything about those paperwork. I've heard plenty of people tell, talking about this and speculating about uh, if it. If you're interested like about that. it, Russell Brand has put out several videos yeah. about it. And, and I've it. seen some stuff. There, there is definitely legitimacy behind it, and I know fucking uh, a lot of this did. Man, I can just see around me personally the people that had the fucking vaccines and stuff like that. But I don't think they're necessarily doing this fucking guaranteed for that because uh, there's some other viruses that might pop up like we might have a fucking flu pandemic fucking because there's multiple streams of the flu we might have one of those that you know every year they p- put out the shot for the flu but they're kind of just guessing based on fucking data which one's going to be the hot one in order to fucking put that one on the market say they get that wrong and another flu fucking is the one that actually comes up and fucking is the one that is seriously affecting people now all of a sudden you have this whole thing on your hands so now they can shut down and fucking do it as they want they're going to make it easier to shut shit down that's for damn sure. Yeah, that's but that's not good. That should be based, that should be up to the individual states, you know, the individual countries. Like, yeah. just having some treaty that isn't elected. Like these people aren't elected at all, so it has nothing to do mm-hmm. with the voice of the people whatsoever. Like that. Is what that, I'm that is so one, against. That is one thing that I'm glad that you put up that I was not a fucking fan of was the fact that it's going to be like, like like a CDC director or whatever is like part of the committee from here or whatever. It's someone who is appointed fucking in-house. It's not someone who is voted yeah. for and fucking necessarily has the intentions of the people behind them. Exactly. So, that's something that I don't that I don't agree with. I do kind of see the point of being able to have like one unified thing that is able to globally fucking lock shit down and fucking keep shit contained, but it's the people behind it who are controlling it that I don't necessarily trust. Well, and but in that aspect, like that should be like something that individual governments are doing on their own. They should have uh, preparedness to protect that government's people and. I mean, they would probably fuck it up anyway because they are, they do right. with anything anyway. But outsourcing that to somebody else like that, it just it makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things though where you, when you look at it and you see like, okay, if we're gonna let each individual country make its own decisions and shit like that, the United States of America, when it came down to the whole pandemic and stuff like that, we did not give nearly as much of a fuck as the rest of the world did. And, like, when you have fucking scenarios like that, it's going to be harder to fucking control that. And well, it's going to be, it, that, like, we end up becoming an issue at that point. There's studies coming out now that say that the lockdowns didn't even help. So, you I know, mean, and the lockdowns maybe could help in a certain situation. Regardless of, not of whether or not the lockdowns helped is different than whether or not, like, when we have these plans that are global plans to fucking keep people inside and stuff like that, and there's certain people that aren't following it, then they become an issue for everyone else. Well, most of the people that weren't following it, like, there was so much evidence of the politicians that were that are the ones going around and enforcing, you know, and speaking that people need to do this, and then they would be caught partying somewhere or doing something. And right. if the people who are telling you to that you need to follow these rules aren't following them, following them themselves, then... 
that makes people question it, you know, and, and go against it on their own. Like, and rightfully so. If, if the people that are telling you this is the rule and this is what we need to do, and then they're going against it, like, that's very hypocritical, and it makes people question whether or not, you know, what the actual agenda is. It definitely does, and that's why when you're talking, take, talking about having each individual state making their own decisions, it kind of is like the same thing there. Rather than having just like the politicians that's doing it, it's like the United States could say, oh yeah, we're in favor of locking down or whatever, but at the same time, they're just freely letting their civilians fucking travel wherever the fuck they want to. Well, I'm I'm way against against a government forcibly locking people down in any way. Look at the shit that's going on in China, and I mean it's and it's still going on in Shanghai right now, and it is some of the worst human rights violations I've oh, yeah. ever seen no, in my life. And I'm I'm all for having people uh, be able to do what they want, but at the end of the day, I've said this multiple times that I think people should fucking govern themselves at that point. If you are truly feel as though you are being infringed upon in your rights or whatever you should do what you want to accept the consequences for what you're doing but you know when it comes down to it if the united states is telling us that we need to lock down and we don't do it we might just get fucking reprimanded for that so but i am for you because like dude when this lockdown happened i didn't fucking stop uh, i remember fucking i stayed was, at home i remember when we had a curfew at like fucking 10 11 o'clock i was driving around at fucking <laughs> two in the morning and shit like that fucking this is like the week after I'm not giving a fuck. I stayed at home, you know, just because, like, I didn't know what was going on, you know, and just, like, you know, to protect myself or protect family members. Mm -hmm. But, like, I didn't go get the vaccine. I have not had any of it. And I was was definitely taking... I definitely was taking those precautions and stuff like that. I knew who to be around, who fucking not to be around, stuff like that. Like, bro, fucking... I remember uh, 2020 Christmas or whatever... I remember I was asked not to come over for grandma's uh, yeah. for and stuff like that because well, they're like they're like you have older well, and no yeah. it, it made complete sense. Yeah, right. I, my, my mom told me that and I was like I was like yeah I completely understand. Yeah. I was like I fucking have not been really minding my p's and q's. Fucking as she's older, it affects older people a lot more than it affects the younger generation. I will not show right. up to Christmas. Yeah, wasn't, have, I wasn't bickering at anybody. I just fucking accepted it for what it was. Compromised immune systems and stuff, and yeah. that's I mean honestly I think that that is a better alternative to it anyway is like instead of like lock everybody down and shut down society which look at how many uh like mom pa businesses went out of business and will not come back no it it just what the pandemic essentially did was shift even more money into the into the wealthy's hands oh yeah and like in, in that regard like let people you know protect you know protect the people who are immune compromised and outside of that like the rest of the world has to move on right especially when you said for two weeks or for four weeks and then it goes on for months and months and months and months and and dude australia fucking just within the last fucking couple months is starting to get out of their like quarantine type yeah like i said shanghai's still it's yeah. Well, the, Shanghai's a little bit different because yeah, that's the world's most populated fucking city, and like, it's, but what it, they're like, doing is, is just so wrong. Yeah, man. I mean, they, they have their own smog issues and stuff like that. It definitely is wrong, but that's kind of the way China is, man. Yeah, well, that's another thing issue. about about giving that power to the World Health Organization. The World Health Organization lied and covered for China. When when right. the initial information was coming out about the pandemic, oh, yeah, about the that could have had an impact, and maybe things could have been better, right. and, and the response to it could have been better and better utilized had they been telling the truth exactly. from jump. Yeah, and uh, it's one of those uh, like like I said, like 
I am for taking precautions that when fucking pandemics does fucking happen, because like we the the coronavirus wasn't shit. Imagine if like Ebola broke out on a fucking global scale like that or something like that. Like I'm in f- I'm all for that infrastructure being put in place. I don't necessarily know if the people that we're putting in fucking charge of it are the ones that we should trust with that. Oh, but then again, most people who fucking hold power probably shouldn't hold power, in my humble opinion. So I mean, I, I agree. I mean. It's- most uh like you know the bigger the government gets the, like the more waste of money that like, like that goes with it it's just it just is they go together it, it's yeah. ridiculous yeah so i uh, definitely this is something that i think people way more people should be educated about because when you told it to me i had heard about it but i didn't exactly know what the fuck was going on with it most people and, like, have no idea. most people have no idea it's even going on yeah, yeah. yeah most people don't even know what the world economic forum is either yeah. and they literally like train people from a young age to be in government in different places and then they back them financially and get them in the governments of countries all across the world yeah, so, they can so that way they can so, no so that way they can just have their agenda like, yeah no they fucking they, and it's not it's even like for, the united states taking someone raising them up fucking giving them financial backing putting them in someone else's government to run for office and essentially fucking uh putting their rules and not their rules and regulations but they're destabilizing it from the inside well most of these countries they're not even doing it in a in a way of destabilizing it's just to get them all on board so that way when they want to do something like a global treaty that they know that so they'll get just the, changing the narrative yeah yeah, yeah. exactly like france macron is from the world economic forum uh trudeau in canada is from the world economic forum a bunch of our congressmen yeah, are, i've heard a, co- are, are I've heard a couple things forum. about this i think mostly from uh you and justin actually yeah. but uh if you got more stuff about that definitely fucking share that i remember watching a video that i think justin sent me about that it was pretty wild yeah it's, yeah. it's fucking crazy but uh, moving on, we're go, going to go ahead because I think we're starting to get to a point where we're coming up on an hour. I know the camera is about ready to die, so we're going to kind of rush this one out if the camera cuts off. Cool. But we're going to get into our last segment, which is what you've been sipping on. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just basically what type of media that you've done, music you've been listening to, uh, fucking videos you've been watching. It could be anything, man. What, what's been going on in your life? Uh, I mean, I would highly encourage people to check out Ryan Dawson. Ryan Dawson. Ryan this is the Dawson. guy who sent who you sent the five hour documentary, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he is a fantastic activist and journalist. Uh, he's been canceled on YouTube and and Facebook and Twitter and everything, but he has his own website. It's called ANCReport.com. It stands for Anti Neocon Report. Uh, but I mean, he's on other things if you're interested in it. Like, you can find videos of his on Bitch Shoot and stuff. But he's uh, got a, a documentary that he's doing right now on uh, on the uh, Israel stealing uh, uranium to create their own nuclear mm-hmm. bombs back in the, in the day. And the one that I was telling you about, Empire Unmasked, is uh, all about 9-11 and, and just the U.S. government. Uh, with like the Iran Contra and stuff, uh, running drugs and guns and protecting mafia and all that stuff to you know yeah. through the CIA and the FBI yeah. to further these agendas and destabilize the, all these Central American countries and 
and uh, basically to push their influence around the world. And he does like extensive research on it and shows you the information and the facts and court cases and all that stuff. And it's definitely something that I'm I'm going to check out. Sounds interesting. When whenever I hear about someone who has been uh, banned from like fucking mainstream media outlets and stuff like that, that's always when fucking I kind of draw my attention because there's obviously a reason why their voice isn't being able to be broadcasted on that. Because you can get away with some stupid shit on that, but once you make a name for yourself and are saying the things that go against what they want you to fucking say, that's when you start getting limited. Um, another important thing that I would say from there is um, start fucking taking because i know i want to do this with your house of rules start um your content creators and stuff like that most of them are realizing that they need to create their own domains for their content and stuff like that start getting away from the youtubes and all the big mainstream fucking streaming sites and stuff the like ones that, that and censor. go to their personal shit because you're going to get the real information there you're going to fucking be able to get educated a lot and you're just going to have fucking more direct support for those people yeah. telegram is actually a good one that doesn't censor i use telegram a lot uh, Bitchute is pretty decent as far as being able to find videos that used to be on YouTube that aren't anymore. You can find a bunch of stuff on there. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely ones that are, that don't censor that are worth going to if yeah. you're interested in it. Yeah, and I know uh, Jeffy likes to fucking uh, get into that shit a lot more than like I really have time for. And Jeff, me, this podcast with me and Jeff has been a long time coming because I've always talked about this stuff with him. But like, it, it's one of those things where like I need him to start sending me some shit about it, and it seems like he's starting to send to me a little bit more and more. So I think that'll be a great asset to have in the future. Um, even if we're not necessarily on the podcast together, but at least I have that shit in the background because I'm definitely going to check out that documentary and fucking hopefully we can get you back on here soon and talk about that. No doubt. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm just going to go into my what you've been sipping on a little bit. Um, so I actually watched, um, I got HBO Max now. And you got HBO Max? Yeah. You do? Have you watched um, Tokyo Vice and fucking We Run This City? Oh, no, I don't have HBO Max, but I will check them out because I can find them. In other ways. On, on other ways. <laughs> yeah, so fucking, uh, we built it, or we run this city, is about this cop, um, uh, last name is Je- Jenkins or whatever, um, Wayne Jenkins. And you know, it's based on an actual true story uh, of this guy who just basically fucking got into the system and it fucking shows how, like, the police in the city indoctrinated him into doing all these, like, really scummy shit things. And, you know, he's, like, planting drugs on people when he fucks up. He fucking, you know, stealing fucking uh, money that they find in seizures and fucking also stealing the drugs and giving them to this drug dealer friend so that he can flip them for a profit and <laughs> shit like that. And just doing all this really, really fucking scummy shit. I'm and sure the, that's going on in a bunch of cases. Oh, oh for sure. Guy, but it, that sounds awesome. It's a little bit more mainstream, though, because, you know, they're talking about it. And um, one thing that shows throughout the entire show is that... Um, uh, he's actually a very good cop. Like he's one of the most decorated cops in the entire in the entire thing. And like when you're but watching, still it, well, yeah, he's doing it. He's he's corrupt, but he's fucking. He actually is getting guns and fucking drugs off the street. He's just fucking pocketing the fucking some of the shit, which is not okay. And he deserves what he fucking got, which is 25 years in prison. But he is doing what fucking what needed to be done essentially for the, from the stand from the standpoint of the uh, of the police department. Even though as you look at it, Baltimore shit has actually. Grown room but in the span span that it happened you know they're talking about um what was it it was a famous case i think his last name was brown they mentioned it a couple times in the uh 
in the actual show, but it was a guy in Baltimore who, you know, it was a, it was a young black kid who got uh, unjustifiably shot by the police, and basically it fucking flipped the whole department around. None of the guy, none of the police officers want to do their job because they were afraid of the backlash that goes. Right. And it just gets into all those like you know policing political fucking. It, intertwined fucking things and yeah it's a it's a pretty good show um tokyo vice was definitely the better of the two shows that i watched um and i definitely recommend watching this one but it's essentially about this uh the first white reporter in uh tokyo's um biggest newspaper or whatever like he's the first one to ever work out there and he quickly fucking starts getting into like these policing with like uh the yakuza and stuff like that and uh the first season actually ended on a bit of a cliffhanger and it looks like they're going to pan out through multiple seasons through the story or whatever but yeah bro that shit gets fucking really in depth into that type of culture yeah hbo max i think they're both max originals so uh uh one other thing, of course, everybody's watching it. Stranger Things 4 is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I man, Stranger Things was one of those ones that I really... I saw the first season, I never really got into it. Oh, but my I, God, it's I, so good. I, I might have to check it Stranger out. Stranger Things 4 so far. But uh, the one other thing, if at all, if you like Dungeons & Dragons, or even if you don't, you just like really good storytelling... Uh, critical Role. Critical Role, Exandria Unlimited, Calamity, yeah, if you want to is talk coming about- on right now. Uh, well... For last week was the first episode. It's just a four-part miniseries. Why don't you uh, explain what Critical Role is real quick? Because I know a lot of people are going to have uh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Go this four-part miniseries is going on right now. It's every Thursday at 10 o'clock uh, for the next three weeks because the first one aired last week. But uh, Critical Role is the number one streaming uh, channel on Twitch. And it's a bunch of voice actors who, if you like anime, you probably have heard their voices because yes. they're huge in, in anime. Well, they're actually the voice actors, aren't they? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're voice yeah. actors, and they play D&D together and stream it. And Dungeons it's, and Dragons. Yeah, and it's just fucking awesome narrative storytelling, and they're all super talented. You know, they change their voices for each character they play, and they're fucking hilarious. In my opinion, it's better than watching a TV series right. or Je- a movie, Jeff has especially been, if you like fantasy. Jeff has been really trying to get me to watch Critical Role for a very long time now, and it's just something that I never went in, because you said before they have like 12,000 hours of fucking yeah, of that, total content. The episodes it's, it's, are like four hours long each, and yeah. <laughs> they've got three campaigns now. They're in the middle of the third one right now, but the first campaign has almost 100 episodes. The second one has like 130 and now the third one's like 20 episodes in. So if yeah. you want to check it out, you know, you don't have to watch all of it from campaign one through because each campaign is a standalone thing. It's completely thing. different. Yeah, it's a standalone thing. And yeah. It sounds like it might be something that I'm going to start picking up, you know, when I'm falling asleep at night and, and you know, just continue it. Like, oh, I'm starting to fall asleep around here, so I'll get back into it. And it's, do it it's, really, it's really yeah. good. I might have to do it. And on that note, too, a fucking, I know Jeff really wants to start playing D&D, and, like, I've been down. I've found a couple people who said they're down, but if people are, like, seriously down to do that, I'm fucking ready to do it. And, like, we can fucking record it, too. Too. I was neglected but, as a kid because I should have been playing it from a little kid. But. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking Dungeons and Dragons would have been real cool. I remember it always interested me as a kid, but it was something that I never really understood until I got older. And now that I know how it's actually kind of fucking works, it still sounds interesting to me. But yeah, it's, if, it's if, so cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be a learning curve if we decide to play it for sure. No doubt. But. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up Your House, Our Rules, episode 39. I hope you all enjoyed. Peace! Yeah, have a good night.